to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. When most people think of building mental strength, they might imagine putting themselves in scary situations or practicing meditation. And while those things can help you grow mentally stronger, they aren't the only things you can do. There are lots of ways to use your body to build mental muscle. That doesn't mean you have to subject yourself to physical torture just to prove to your brain that you can stand the pain. Something as simple as going for a walk can improve your psychological well-being. I have talked about intense exercise on this show before and how that can help you build mental strength. Back in episode 172, I shared how to get through an emotional crisis by doing some intense exercise. We know that sprinting or doing something really physically demanding makes your body work hard. And then when you're done, your body works hard to relax. And so will your mind. So it's a great strategy to build mental strength when you're going through a tough time. But intense exercise isn't the only option, fortunately. In fact, there are ways to move your body that can build mental strength that won't even cause you to break a sweat. Here are five of my favorite physical activities that can change the way you think, feel, and behave. Number one, walk to reduce depression. Multiple studies show that physical activity can be a really effective treatment for mental health problems. And it doesn't have to be intense cardio to get the benefits. Studies show just 200 minutes of walking per week, which turns out to be less than 30 minutes a day, greatly reduces depression and improves quality of life. In fact, some studies show walking can be just as effective as taking an antidepressant. In the therapy office, I worked with plenty of people who started exercising as a strategy to combat depression. In a lot of cases, people found that going for walks was really helpful in boosting their mood. Some people opted for other activities like bike riding, and they tended to get most of the same benefits. But pushing yourself to exercise is really tough to do when you feel depressed. Depression zaps you of energy, and it tries to convince you that nothing you're going to do is ever going to help you feel better. So the people who worked on this in my therapy office often had to find strategies to help them push themselves to get moving when they didn't feel like it. We often just started slow, just walking around one block or agreeing to walk for just five minutes was often enough to get them moving. Other people decided to pair walking with something pleasant, like they listened to their favorite podcast or they made a phone call so they could talk to someone that they really wanted to talk to while they were walking. We know that walking anywhere can be good for you but walking in nature might give you the best benefit. Researchers at Stanford found that walking in the woods is especially helpful at reducing depression. But you don't have to be depressed to get mental health benefits from walking. Taking regular walks boosts your emotional health even if you aren't depressed. And walking in nature is a natural mood booster. Researchers have also found that taking a walk in nature during your lunch break specifically is a great way to improve your focus and concentration for the rest of the afternoon. So carve out some time to go for a walk. And if you can, go for a walk in nature for an added boost in happiness. 
Number two, smile to decrease your physical pain. We've talked on the show before about how smiling can boost your mood. And it doesn't have to be a genuine smile. A fake smile can make you feel happier too. Go back and listen to episode 139 to hear more about how smiling can help you have a better day. But smiling isn't just a strategy for emotional pain. It also helps with physical pain. You know that old saying that says grin and bear it? It actually has some merit to it. Researchers discovered that smiling reduces the intensity of your physical pain. Frowning, on the other hand, intensifies your pain. Studies show that smiling decreases your heart rate during a stressful activity, even if you don't feel happy. A slower heart rate can help you feel better emotionally, which in turn can also help you feel better physically. So if you're about to undergo a painful procedure or you're just having a bad day, think about your happy place or a funny joke, and it might not hurt as much. And if you can't muster a genuine smile, go for a fake smile. And that also might help you bolster your mental strength. Number three, take deep breaths to improve your attention span. I hear from a lot of listeners who are concerned about their ability to stay on task. It's likely because we spend so much time these days hunched over our laptops There's so many things vying for our attention. We get alerts about text messages, emails, and there are always interesting headlines to read. Fortunately, though, just a few deep breaths can improve your concentration. Counting those breaths can be especially beneficial if you're a heavy multimedia multitasker. Studies show that people who multitask, which most of us do, we have lots of tabs open on our computer, have trouble taking tests or have more difficulty performing activities that requires sustained concentration. But taking a few deep breaths can provide an immediate boost in focus, which improves your performance. So when you're distracted or you're struggling to be productive, try taking a few slow, deep breaths. Count those breaths as you take them and see if getting a little more oxygen to your brain gives you the boost that you need to stay on task. Number four, do some yoga to reduce your stress and symptoms of PTSD. Almost anyone who enjoys yoga likely knows it can reduce stress. But if you've never tried yoga, you might be a bit skeptical about how a little stretching, deep breathing, and posing can possibly help you feel better. In fact, just the thought of trying yoga might cause you to feel anxious. But when practiced consistently, yoga reduces anxiety. Research shows yoga increases the level of these neurotransmitters in the brain called GABA, Increased GABA levels may counteract anxiety and other psychiatric conditions. Studies have also found that yoga benefits people with PTSD. When compared to a control group, people treated with trauma-informed yoga show a significant decrease in PTSD symptoms. I've encouraged many of my therapy patients to try yoga. At first, most of them say it's really hard to do. Some of them say they feel self-conscious going to a class or they feel anxious about doing something that's kind of slow-paced. But out of all of those who stick with it, almost all of them say it helps with their anxiety and reduces the symptoms that they experience after a traumatic event, regardless of whether their trauma was being abused as a child or it involved a near-death experience as an adult. The good news is you don't necessarily need to go to an in-person yoga class these days. You can find plenty of yoga videos online. Many of them are free. Just Google free yoga videos and you'll get about 2 million results. Do them from your living room without anyone around if you feel more comfortable about getting started from home. And number five, lift weights to combat anxiety. Cardio can be good for anxiety. Doing something that gets your heart rate up like running 
requires a lot of energy. Like we talked about before, when your body relaxes, your brain relaxes a bit too, and you'll likely feel calmer after that activity is done. But weightlifting is an especially good way to combat anxiety. That's important because a lot of us feel anxious these days. About 15% of the U.S. population reports feeling anxiety that lasts between 15 and 30 days every single month. Symptoms like nervousness, fear, apprehension, and worry can lead to lots of different problems in your life, from poor sleep to aches and pains, health problems, and physical limitations. Studies show that weightlifting is a meaningful intervention for anxiety. Perhaps the best news is you don't have to do high-intensity weightlifting to get the benefits. Studies show moderate-intensity resistance training is most effective at reducing anxiety, even when compared to high-intensity resistance training. I can speak from experience about this one. I love to lift weights, and I find it definitely helps me feel less anxious. So you might consider adding a little weightlifting to your weekly routine and see if that helps keep your anxiety in check. So those are five simple physical activities that boost mental strength. Go for a walk to improve your mood. Smile to decrease your pain. Take deep breaths to improve your focus. Do yoga to reduce your stress and relieve PTSD symptoms. And lift weights to combat anxiety. Keep in mind that you can always experiment. Lift weights for a couple of weeks and see if you feel less anxious. If that doesn't work, try yoga. Or start going for a walk in the mornings to see if it boosts your mood. If it doesn't seem to help, try going for a quick stroll in the park later in the day. Keep working to find ways that moving your body can help you build the strength you need to think, feel, and do your best. And the more mental strength you build, the easier it is to stay physically active, which is good for both your mind and your body. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind Podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind Podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.